Hallelujah. Glory to God. I like full barns yes. and busting out vats. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Would you turn with me this morning to John chapter 15? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, uh, the life of a Christian is so different than any other religion that's out there. Yes. Um, And I it's always amazing to me that so many Christians don't realize it, how different it really is. But when Jesus came and died, he not only uh, purchased our redemption, but then he told us um, in, in John 14 and 15, he said, it's better for you that I go away yes. because I'm going to send to you the Holy Spirit. And he's not just going to be with you, but he's going to be in you. Yes. And the, the difference between the Christian life and any other religion that's out there that has a God, even, even um, the Jews in the Old Testament who served Jehovah, you know, the God, the true God, um, they still didn't have God in them. They didn't have God living on the inside. They weren't what we, we know uh, this term, born again, that Jesus told Nicodemus. They weren't alive on the inside to God. They didn't have God living in them. And that is the distinguishing factor between a Christian and anyone else that you'll meet, no matter who, whether they serve Jehovah God, you know, as, as a Jew or, you know, I grew up in a Christian church, yeah. a denominational church. I was taught about Jesus. I was taught that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, you know, uh, that whoever would believe on him would not perish but have eternal life. Mm-hmm. But I was not taught that I needed to ask him into my life to be the Lord of my life. And I was not taught about this concept that Christ, when when you ask him to be your Lord, that he comes on the inside of you. And, um, this week, I've just I've had a, a verse in John 15 that's that's been rolling around, and I just want to I want to look at that verse today, if if we could. Praise the Lord. And it's this John 15 verse 11. Of course, Jesus had been had been ministering to his disciples and those with him for several chapters here, and he says in John 15:11. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. 
What things? I mean, he was speaking in, in John 14. He talked about the Holy Spirit coming to live in you, uh, to be in your life. He was talking in the beginning of John 15 about abiding in me and me abiding in my words, abiding in you. And, and then you can ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. He, he was saying some amazing things. And he said, I've said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. So very interesting, uh, th this statement that my joy may be in you. Do you understand that when Christ came to live on the inside of you, when you became a new creature in Christ, he brought with him all that he was. Uh, the Bible uh, in Galatians, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience. He brought those things with him. Uh, it tells us in Romans that the love of God was poured into our hearts when we got born again. He brought with him all that he is when he came to live on the inside of us. And one of the things that we have in us is his joy. That's right. Amen. We have on the inside of us what we would say uh, the joy of the Lord. Yeah. It's, not, um, it's not joy uh, like the world has where, you know, something good happens, we get a great present for Christmas and we get excited and we get happy and we call that, you know, the world calls that joy. Right. <laughs> I was full of joy. Well, that's such a shallow term. That's uh, such, such a shallow definition for the, the word joy. Because with, with the joy of the Lord, with the joy that Jesus was talking about, that when I go away and the Holy Spirit comes to you, my joy is going to be in you. Yeah. And your joy, the joy that results from him living on the inside of you, will be made Full, Amen. full, Amen. full. Amen. So the question is this then, for most Christians that you meet, do they live full of joy? We'll talk about other Christians. Certainly wouldn't be us, right? <laughs> but I, I mean, just taking a quick survey of those that you know, and maybe yourself too, you could throw yourself into that, into that survey. Do we live at the place that Jesus wants us to live, which is full of his joy? Full of his joy. Uh, we're to be full of his love, right? But how many understand just because he brought it with him at, at the new birth, just because you've got it in you, it doesn't mean that it's active in your life. These things are manifesting in our life. And so and why, why is that? Why, why, why don't people just think, well, if God wants me to be full of joy, I, I will be. They, they think if, if God wants me to be healed, I will be. If he wants me to be, you know, full of peace in my mind, I just will be. That's, we see over and over in the word, that's not how things work with God. And I, I was thinking of this because, you know, he tells us about 
about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. They, they're all there when we get born again. We get, we get stuff in seed form, if we could say it that way. You get, you get measures in seed form on the inside of you. But how many understand, my dad, he uh, loved to garden. He doesn't do so much anymore because he travels a lot. But, but one year for Christmas time, I think it was, in their Christmas card, they sent us all a pack of flower seeds, like wildflower seeds. And it was all things that he had collected in his garden and harvested the seeds. It was a cute, a very cute idea. Um, but though that pack of flower seeds that he sent me, is still in one of my drawers. I have a junk drawer. I actually have two junk drawers. Well, maybe three <laughs> or four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the drawer where everything goes when somebody's coming over or, you know, and once in a while you pull things out. Well, in that drawer somewhere from years ago is that package of seeds, flower seeds, that my dad sent to me. They have never produced flowers. They have never benefited my life in flower form. They have, they have never manifested and into anything. And I can't look at that package and I can't call my father and say, where's my flowers? Wow. <laughs> Where are they? You said these were flowers, right? You said these would be beautiful. You said these would grow. No, it requires some effort on my part. And quite honestly, I just didn't want to take the effort because everything so far in Colorado that I've tried to plant in the ground on its own has not done very well. <laughs> um, and so, so you can't just say, well, if God's joy is in me, then I'll just be joyful. There is a connection that must be made. We have to plug in, if we could say that way. We have to be aware of what's on the inside and allow it to manifest and come to fruition on the outside. Amen. And, you know, we may, we may minister on some of these subjects, the joy of the Lord or different things from time to time. And, and when God stirs on my heart to... to to minister on something. And I, I'll say, I said this this week. I said, Lord, we minister on that so much. And then I'll go back and look through my notes and realize it's been like two years since we've ministered on a certain oh, wow. subject, you wow. know, or three years. Or, and, and so I, we need to hear these things over and over, even if we're looking at, at scriptures that we've heard a, a bunch. We, we still need to be reminded of these things to make sure that they're active in our life. There's lots of areas to be looking at. But Jesus said, I've, I've spoken to you these things that my joy might be in you. And how many know when we get born again, his joy is part of the package? It's part of the package, the Holy Spirit package that we get when we're born again. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's part of our benefits. And he wants our joy. So we see his joy and we see our joy. His joy, our joy. There's two different, two different things he's referencing here. His joy comes into us when we're born again. But our joy needs to benefit from that joy. Does that make sense? In other words, we need to tap into that and allow it to affect 
our life. We need to tap into his joy and allow it to manifest, allow it to grow. Get the seeds out of the drawer and plant them in some good soil and let them mature and grow so it can benefit your life. Um, Of course, we've been gone uh, a little bit out ministering and things the past couple weeks, and so I didn't get the whole story on Facebook, but I did see in the one cooking group that we have, there was a lady at Christmas time who had, no, Thanksgiving, excuse me, that was what we just had, Thanksgiving, and she had a Marie Callender pie, you know, the frozen pies, and she put it in her oven It was a pumpkin pie, I think, and she put it in her oven for Thanksgiving and apparently forgot about it until it started smelling up the whole kitchen. And I still did see a picture of this round object that was completely black on the top, completely charred. And apparently she wanted to complain to Marie Callender because there was something defective with the pie. Of course, the cooking web, is, you know, it's all about recipes and stuff. They just took that and ran with it, you know. Um, how many understand it wasn't uh, Dear Miss Marie Callender's <laughs> problem, you know? It wasn't the company's problem. It was like the guys that, it, that, that sued McDonald's because the coffee was hot, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's not the problem. What was the problem? She never set a timer. If she did, she totally blew past it. She forgot that it was in the oven. And so she didn't pull it out and allow it to benefit the lives of the people that she was hosting. And therefore, she had something in the oven that could have been a blessing, but instead wound up stinking up the whole place with burnt smell and and being a mess. The joy of the Lord is in us. Glory to God. But somebody's got to go to the oven, (laughs) open up the door, and pull it out. That's right. Someone's got to tap into what's already on the inside of us and draw it out if it's going to benefit our lives. And it's it's not Marie Callender's job. Mm -mm. It's not even the job of Jesus to draw the joy out of you. Right? It's our job. <laughs> it's our job. And so when we, when we get up in the morning, the first thing we should be doing is focusing on him. Yes. The first thing we should be doing, and, and Jesus was saying these things I've spoken to you. In, in, in the beginning of chapter 15, he was saying, I want my words to abide in you. And I want you to abide in me. What was he doing? He was explaining how this was going to work, how the joy that's on the inside of you is going to manifest in your life, how it's going to keep you steady, how it's going to work for you. In, in, uh, of course, in verse one of this chapter, he says, I'm the true vine. My father's a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it will bear more fruit. And um, then he says in verse 4, abide in me and I in you as the branch 
cannot bear fruit by itself. Now there's a clue for us right there. The joy of the Lord that's on the inside of us, if we disconnect from our abode, from abiding in him, from communing with him, from dwelling in his presence and allowing his words to dwell in us, the joy that's on the inside of us will never benefit us, right? Because we've disconnected. Unless it, ab- uh, uh, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Praise God. And then he says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I want to read to you, praise God. In the Weiss translation of verse 4, so we don't have it on the screen, you'll just have to listen. He says this, maintain a living communion with me. Maintain a living communion with me. How does the joy of the Lord affect your life? How does it come out of your spirit man and come into fruition in your life? Maintain a living communion with me and I with you. Just as the branch is unable to be bearing fruit from itself as a source, unless it remains in a living union with the vine... So neither you, unless you maintain a living communion with me. I like the way he said that. There is something that, that, that relationship, that living communion with him. And when we fellowship with him, when we meditate on his word, when we draw on his presence when we need to, when we pray in other tongues and fellowship with him in that way, we are drawing out of ourselves and tapping into what's on the inside, which one of those things is joy. The joy of the Lord. The joy that is not like the world has, Jesus said. Praise God. That joy, the joy that can keep you steady, that can maintain you no matter what's going on around the on on the outside of you. I mean, it doesn't matter what chaos is happening at work, and I think most of us know that things can happen in our daily lives, right? Things can can go haywire. Uh, People can say stuff. There can be a lot going on. And I always uh, think of the time when I was working at Walmart. We were going to Bible school and I was working at Walmart. And um, believe it or not, I moved highly in the ranks of management at Walmart. I don't think they had too many steady people there. And um, so I was actually over the, the front end, the cashiers, the customer service desk and things like that. And somebody was given one of our customer service gals a time. He was trying to return an iron. The only problem was the iron was like 12 years old. And it had seen better days. And he was stunned, kind of like the lady with the burnt pie, was stunned that it burnt. Uh, You know, this man was stunned that his iron stopped working. And he wanted a new one. And he wanted Walmart to just swap it out for him because he bought it at Walmart 12 years ago. (laughs) And he has no receipt or anything like that, of course. And, And so he's just... 
laying into the, the sweet little customer service gal, and she doesn't know what to do except call me. So here I come over, and the more he starts yelling, the more I start smiling. Because what was in me was joy. And I don't care what you're going to do and how much you're going to yell, I'm still going to be sweet. I'm still going to smile. The joy of the Lord is going to help take care of the situation. Because I'm not going to move out of peace. And I'm not going to move out of joy to get on your level. Which is, he was yielding to strife and the enemy, of course. And so, uh, he didn't really appreciate the fact that I was smiling. <laughs> um, I had another lady at Walmart, same kind of situation. She wanted to use a coupon for something that wasn't, you know, it was like 50 cents. And it just amused me that she was freaking out over 50 cents. But she, she actually looked at me and said, don't you smile at me. Which just made me smile more. But um, what we're saying, the joy of the Lord that was on the inside of me, because I had been practicing, I was actually going to Bible school at the time, so I had a lot of word going on the inside of me, and, and it was just coming out, praise God. And uh, when that man, we finally got him diffused, and uh, he, he left, and the little gal that had, that had, I mean, she was basically in tears because of how this man was ripping into her, and she looked at me, and she said, how? Did you do that? And I said, what? And she said, you stayed the same and didn't let him affect you. And I got to witness to her and tell her it's because of Jesus. It's because of what he's deposited. It's because of who he is on the inside of me. I said, that wasn't me. It was him. And, and that joy, that, that peace that will help maintain you and keep you steady, that will be a bigger witness to people than anything else that you could say or do many times. It, people notice that. People notice that. People in your family, whether they say it or not, they notice it. The joy of the Lord. Ha! Jesus said, if, if you'll stay in this living communion with me, if you'll abide in me and let my words abide in you, there's going to be a joy that's in you that you can tap into. Amen. That you can have at your disposal. Glory to God. And your joy, your joy can be made full. That, that word full, praise God, uh, in, my, in the book that my husband wrote about filled, be the supernatural life, he do, does like a whole thing about that word full. It, may, it means to be replete, which is just to have more than enough. It also means to cram your nets. He wants to cram your nets nets with joy yes. oh my with joy with joy with joy with joy he wants your life to be crammed 
I mean, that's, that's his desire, that you would have joy unspeakable and full of glory. The Bible talks about joy, crammed, that your life is crammed with joy, crammed with joy. And here's the thing. It doesn't come from outward circumstances. It's not because you open something cool on Christmas Day that you're crammed with joy. It's Every day of the Christian's life, you have the opportunity to walk around full of joy. Amen. Full Amen. of joy. Full of his joy. What benefit there is Amen. in living a life full of him, full of his joy. Well, can we look at one of the benefits? Yeah. Let's look in Isaiah Isaiah chapter 12. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I love the word. The word is good. Amen. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. It says, With Joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Amen. With joy. With joy. What, what benefit is the joy of the Lord on the inside? With joy, you can draw out of your spirit all the other benefits of your salvation. With joy, you can draw out and help your body receive healing. Hey, glory to God. With joy, you can receive things from God. You understand uh, our salvation is all-inclusive. It includes peace. It includes redemption. It includes uh, freedom from sickness and disease. It includes freedom from, from the oppression of the enemy. And with joy, we can draw out of our inner man, our spirit man. We can draw out all those things that salvation has provided for us. You understand that he has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. And yet so many people are not walking in the benefits of all that he's provided. Why? They don't understand things like this. We have to draw it out. We have to pull it out of the oven. We have to get the flower seeds and put them in the dirt. We have to do something. That's right. With joy. With joy. With joy. I said, well, I don't, I don't feel happy. I'm not talking about feeling happy. That is so different. That's an emotion. Right. Happiness is just an emotion. That's natural. Mm -hmm. The joy of the Lord is supernatural. Amen. And it's in us all the time. And we need to learn how to tap into that joy, how to choose that joy, how to decide I'm going to express and walk in the joy that's on the inside of me. Yes. Yes. And so even in situations that look dire, even in situations that aren't um, fun to be in, we can say the joy of the Lord is on the inside of me. 
And I'm going to choose right now to stir it up. And I thank you, Father, for that joy that's on the inside of me. I thank you that the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy. And all that I need is in me. And you just start talking and quoting and abiding in the word and letting that word come out of you. And you start releasing joy. Amen. How do you do that? Oh, well, if you were happy in the natural, if you were joyful in the natural, you know, have you ever seen a commercial where somebody wins the lottery? (laughs) We've all seen those commercials, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And some people get very happy, a little too happy, perhaps. And things start shaking and moving and you know that they they might dance they might jump they might scream they might run they might shout they might laugh there are all kinds of expressions of joy but for the Christian the joy is already on the inside of us and we have to choose we get to choose am I am I going to walk in the joy of the Lord today am I going to be happy no matter What's going on around me? Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible also tells us in Nehemiah that the joy of the Lord is our strength. What if you're feeling weak? What if you're feeling run down? What if you've got symptoms attacking your body? If you'll tap into this joy, yeah. Yeah. Amen. I promise you, it will start to affect your natural body. That's right. Oh, how do you know? Because I've done it. Glory to God. I can sit in bed, say, Lord, oh, I'm not even going to talk about what I feel like. But instead, I'm just going to rejoice in you right now and thank you that the joy of the Lord's on the inside of me. The joy of the Lord's my strength. And thank you, Father, that that joy can be in me and be made full. I can... Cram my nets with your joy that's already on these. I thank you that I have all that I need right now. And you can get so focused on him and his goodness and the joy that he's put on the inside of you. And you might start laughing. You might start rejoicing. You might sing, start singing a praise song to him. And you might, you know, next thing you know, you're up and you're getting something to drink. And you're saying, thank you, Lord. This is just, I mean, I'm just so thankful for everything that's around me today and everything. And then you start going about your day and the next thing you realize, wait a second, I didn't feel good an hour ago. Where, where'd all those symptoms go? What happened? No, 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 no. I tapped into the joy of the yes. Lord. Amen. And it starts bubbling up. And when I tap into that joy, I'm drawing out of the wells of my salvation. I'm drawing out all that I need for that day. I'm drawing out the healing that needs to affect my body. I'm drawing out, praise God, the peace that needs to guard my mind for the day. I'm drawing out of the inside of me everything I need. And the circumstances that you face, they look so insignificant and small. When you're in a place full of joy, full, full of, full of joy, crammed with joy, crammed with joy, crammed with his goodness, 
Glory to God. Amen. Crammed. Amen. Crammed. Yeah. He wants to cram your nets. Yes. You know, another place uh, in the New Testament where it uses that word filled, crammed, is in Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply, cram your nets. Yeah. Glory. Glory to God. My God shall supply, fill all your needs according to his riches and glory. He crams. Yes. Amen. My husband said it a, a dozen times or more. It, God does have one flaw. <laughs> and that flaw is this. He doesn't know when to stop. That's right. He doesn't. I mean, he gives too many fish. He, he blessed Abraham with too many cows. They're just, he's, he's just, he's always giving too much. You know, there, there's, there's, there's just too much. There, there's too much oil coming out when, and, you know, they told the lady to gather the pots and, and fill them with, with oil. And I mean, it just, there was, it just kept coming and coming. And he doesn't, he doesn't know how to stop. And so when we talk about joy being full, he really doesn't know how to stop. So I believe that there's more that all of us can tap into in this, this idea of the joy of the Lord. There's more that I can tap into because God's not the one withholding. He doesn't just say, you know, okay, well, you know, this is what you've got and my joy stops here. So just try to reach that each day and you're good. He doesn't ever cap anything. He doesn't ever put a stopper on something. It's us that stop, that put limits on things. Amen. God is not a limiter. Amen. He is unlimited. Amen. You understand? I mean, I just love the idea that when he spoke, uh, let there be, and there was. I mean, and then the scientists are saying that the universe is still expanding. I mean, he, he doesn't know. He never said, and stop. Let there be, and now, okay, that's good, let's stop. And so it's just still going right. and growing right. and moving. Why? He's, he's, he's infinite. Yes. Infinite. And so we, our mind will always try to cap things. And the enemy will be right there to say, well, you can have the joy of the Lord in any situation except right now. Oh, wow. right. This one is too serious. And so you can't use the joy in this situation. He doesn't, the enemy doesn't mind you knowing about the joy of the Lord. He doesn't mind you hearing about the joy of the Lord as long as you don't learn to tap into it every day of your life. Why? Because he's always trying to line up situations to stump you, to trip you, to, to bump you into a wall. But the joy of the Lord, tapping into the joy, learning to live in the fullness of his joy, oh my goodness, will help you step over, move through, get around any situation that the enemy might bring, no matter how serious the world might say it is. And people will look at you funny because you've got a big grin on your face. I mean, you can be in the hospital and they can, t they can tell you they're not going to make it. And you're standing there tapping into the joy and knowing, yeah, they will. 
We're going to get through it, and we're going to get through it fast. We're going to get through it with, with all that God has for us because we know how to tap in to His joy and to His goodness. Glory to God. Can we look at one more verse? Praise the Lord. Turn with me to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. The angels were so excited when Jesus was going to be born. They'd been waiting for thousands of years for this to happen. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, the angels show up to the shepherds. And they say this. The angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. <laughs> good news of great joy for all people. You understand that is God's message. It is good news of great joy. Great joy. And it's for all people. All people can experience great joy if they'll just learn to live in communion with, if they'll learn to connect with all that God has put on the inside of them when they got born again. They can experience great joy. Great joy. Great joy. Can you say great joy? Great joy. Crammed, filled. Your life can be filled with great joy. And it has nothing to do with the circumstances around you. It has everything to do with the fact that a baby came and grew up and died on the cross Amen. and Amen. shed his blood so that we could live with great joy. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand to your feet this morning? Great joy. 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 Amen. Don't leave it in the drawer. Don't leave it in the oven until it starts to burn. Don't leave it stuck somewhere. Learn to pull it out. Learn to tap into it. It's in you. Glory to God. It's there to benefit you so that you can draw on that joy and pull out all that you need for your life. Glory to God. Father, thank you for your great joy that you've placed on the inside of us. We're so thankful. We're so thankful for all that you provided for us. And we're so thankful that you want us to be crammed with joy, full of joy. And we'll yield to that this week. We'll yield to that today. Your joy, the joy of the Lord that gives us all the strength that we need. We're so thankful for it. (laughs) Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Tap into it this week. Spend some time laughing this week. Praise the Lord. Spend some time rejoicing in him this week. You're dismissed.